Welcome back to Conversations with Drew and Will. Drew and Will. Welcome, everyone, to Conversations with Drew and Will, potentially <laughs> going to be switched to Convo with DW. If you like the know. name, send us a message and let like us know. Name. Or if you have I, a better I, idea for our podcast name, let us know, because <laughs> we're trying to find something that's potentially a little shorter and more searchable. Yeah, more of like more unique, I would say, because... You just type in the word conversations in the Apple podcast. And, and there's a getting, million. Uh, probably close to like over a thousand, I would say. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a lot. And I guess that kind of makes sense. Although it's funny because there's a podcast name, a, a conversation with. That, that's the name. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of fun. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was kind of, I thought it was kind of smart, actually. I was like, and it's a pretty popular podcast. I would, uh, I would, I would suspect maybe someone's tried to buy that off of him before because it's, it makes the most sense because it's like when a lot of people start their podcast, it's like, uh, this is a conversation with blank name, you know? Right. Yeah. It kind of lets them start the, the whole podcast off with an introduction. Exactly. Exactly. I, uh, I sent you an image. You, yes, you're, you're I'm looking, looking at, at it. it. I'm looking at it currently. Okay, so I wanted to. Are they marshmallows? No, <laughs> um, no, they're not. They're not. Okay, I'm gonna actually talk into my mic now. They're not marshmallows, but I was thinking. So they're actually gonna be tin cans, and then connected by a wire. Okay, and oh. I'm thinking this would be a living room setting, and in the back there, that that cube looking thing uh, is gonna be the TV. Yeah. And on the TV. It's gonna say conversations with DW. On, no, well, and then on the tin. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen. On the tin can to the left, it's gonna say Drew, and on the tin can to the right, it's gonna say Will, and in the middle is the string that connects the two, and it's gonna an and is gonna be spelled out inside the string. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was kind of fun. You know the 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 you know the classic tin can. Uh, listen through wire thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I yep. thought that would be fun. But, I mean, of course, we can always shoo away with that idea. <laughs> but I thought I thought it was interesting. Yeah, well, I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be kind of fun to spice things up a little bit with our graphics. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm always looking to add a little 3d something to pretty much anything i'm working on now i <laughs> uh, i just ah like ever since i started working in 3d like i'm just that that's that's my that's where my head goes is how can i include some kind of 3d something to this project you know and so that's that's why that's what i've been thinking i don't like illustrations kind of boring to be honest <laughs> It's cool if it does if it's done right, but for me it's boring. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, it looks sweet. And this is another kind of one of your uh quick prototype oh, type so, like settings, so quick. is that right? Yeah, I mean, I did spend 
some time thinking about the lighting and there's definitely going to be like a, there's only two lights technically in the scene there's there's the overhead light and then the sunlight and i'm going to add yeah, like some prop lamps in there um and i think the the tin cans are going to have their own individual light kind of like a subtle light that won't be more used as like a filler to kind of bring emphasis to those to those areas but other than that yeah it was modeling was quick and like you said it looks like marshmallows so <laughs> sweet uh, so yeah. i'm kind of curious do you want to uh tell the viewers what happened to you this like in between so, our last episode and this i mean one? did i did i really ex- i did it i did t- i did tell you like the full story right i mean it's not like yeah, a whole yeah. like a really interesting yeah it's not like a crazy story i would say it was more of like a like a freak biking accident than anything else i mean i broke both my elbows so that's <laughs> that's fun and and it was really uh it was it was eloquent eloquently done you know i uh pedaling and my left foot slipped off the pedal and it just went straight into my front wheel broke two spokes off my bike and i went over the handlebars and and then the deed was done. <laughs> it was it was weird. I was, I was definitely struggling to get my bike out of the road cuz of <laughs> the pain that I was in and of course I had no idea I had broken my elbows, so I just kind of uh right, it was just pain to... at that point. It was just like yeah, uh, yeah, this I hurts. just thought it was like, sore. Exactly. Got rested off a little bit. Exactly. And and so I tried to like my bike up try to you know i'm taking off the spoke so i can be able to uh pull it home and not have to you know drag it behind me i could just you know wheel it down and trying to get the brakes and i kept trying and i couldn't do it and there was a guy there that um offered to take me home and i told him no and he left and then he saw me kind of sitting on the ground because you know i was feeling pretty dizzy there for a second just because of all like the pain from my arms and my legs and i was like all right I did not break my legs, but I scraped it. Um, he comes back and he's like, "Are you sure, man?" I was like, "I was like, well, yeah, I'll take that ride." <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, not yeah, a I, moment to be a proud, I guess you could say. I might as well right. just take the ride. Right. Well, I I'm I'm always looking for moments to I guess push myself in, and that and that's what I was thinking. You know, I don't. You, you try like I try to push myself more now than I used to, and especially in times where I feel like, you know, comfort is such an easy option. <laughs> so then I was like, well, I've fallen off my bike before. You know, I may have hurt my arms a little bit, but it's not too big of a deal. I'm just gonna, you know, get up and just take it home. But, but, something was up when I realized, you know, I I I can't touch my face, <laughs> like I can't put on my mask to get in this guy's car like that's that's clearly a sign that uh something's wrong <laughs> so yeah that's what happened to me saturday today's wednesday so it's been a, a pretty eventful uh was it been four i guess four days yeah uh, weekend yesterday. basically yeah yeah but weekend's gone i mean couldn't wasn't allowed to move my arms for three days at least that's what the doctor said and probably mostly because it just like it was a pretty new injury and then yesterday i found out i can actually lift things and do go back to doing some basic things you know definitely not 
working out anytime soon, unfortunately. <laughs> right. Light exercise, is that what he said? Yeah, nothing nothing with the arms, you know. I, I mean, just like I can do sit-ups and stuff, which I plan on right. doing tomorrow. But, I mean, not, no, not anything. No push-ups? No. Um, well, I mean, unless I was, like, in space, that that's probably fine. That would be okay. <laughs> Set up some rubber bands to hold your weight and then do push-ups. Dude, how many rubber bands would it take to hold me up, I wonder? Well, have you ever done the, like, assisted pull-ups? Yeah. Where yeah. you put, like, the rubber band under you? Not that. I've had uh, where you you use weights, and it's a, it's a counterbalance. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be this a very similar thing, but, yeah, kind of like that. <clears throat> you can, like, hmm. those bands that people use to, like, they'll wrap around stuff or put under their foot and then they'll pull up on them or whatever. If you get like yeah. two or three of those, it's, it takes off quite a lot. Oh, right? well, okay. I was mostly thinking like, you know, office rubber bands. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like how many of those would it take <laughs> to lift me up? I mean, we know, we know how many it takes to crush a watermelon. Like we got that, but how many does it take to lift a 200 pound man? <laughs> yeah. That That's what I'm <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> hey, Google. How how many? Hey Google, uh, Ram, I'm on the phone with you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you got to use Alexa. I don't have Alexa in here. I have I switched to Google Home because I got it for five bucks. Oh, so you're only Google Home. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm only Google Home. Um, wow. Google was doing a promotion. They're like, hey, you can you use our Google products. Uh, you can have you can have. Um, a Google Home for five dollars. You just—I mean, it was—it was just a—you just pay for the shipping and they'll send it to you. And they're originally like thirty bucks, but I looked into it and I—I I thought about it as well. And like, why was it that, that? Like, why were they giving it away for free? You know, where I don't have to pay shipping. And it's not like one of those drop shipping scams where it's like it's free but you have to pay shipping and it's like ten dollars or something outrageous. Sure. But no. Sure. Th- but this was so you actually had to have a requirement, and it was that if you have been using. Uh, a Gmail account with a Google Assistant on that account, and you're using the Google Assistant on there. After I don't, I don't know, probably like two or three months, you would be able to get that promotion. And basically, what's happening there is they've been data mining you, and they're taking that data and they're selling it to their customers. And so, with the money that they made, they said they basically said, "Hey." Thanks for the help. Here's here's a little promo for you, <laughs> bud. <laughs> so since you uh, gave us all of your information and we sold it right. for you, right. we're going to give you right. a little piece of the product. We're going to give you about piece point, of profits. We're going to give you 0.01% of yeah, what we in the form of made. a piece of our own hardware. So Dude, that we can I mean in 2000 Right, in 2016, Facebook was having 5,000 data points on you. Today, that's probably double, honestly. Right. But I mean, and and like in Tinder, like there's this one lady that, I mean, this is my rant, I guess. I'm not going to go too deep into it. But on <laughs> in Tinder, there's this lady that tr- asked for her data and she never got it. Oh, shoot. I have been disconnected from Drew. Totally just hung up on Will. I, I disconnected. I, I knew I knew that at that time. <laughs> I definitely just hung up on you on accident. 
thought you did it on purpose. So I, I went like, to, man, no. I'm not going to talk that much. <laughs> <laughs> I went to check the note to see like what our, what the two talking points you had sent to me were and just straight hit the red button immediately. <laughs> so I heard you said something about a lady and you were just about yes. to say, okay. Yes. There's this lady. She used Tinder and she requests. I don't remember what gave her the idea to request her data from Tinder, but she asked them, she emailed them, and they're like, hey, can I have what your cl- the data that you're collecting on me? And they said no, and they went back and forth, and eventually they finally gave it to her. And now it's actually very common that you can get your data from almost any app that takes data from you, so Facebook, Google, uh, Twitter, Tinder, and stuff like that. And when you download that, you're getting hundreds of gig, you're getting close to like hundreds of gigabytes of, of data <laughs> that they're collecting on you. And this lady that, that asked for her Tinder data ended up with, I think like, uh, close to a hundred to 50 pages of uh, just, this, just this giant stack of all this data. And it, and it was so detailed, like it guessed, you know, her sexual orientation, you know, the people that she preferenced and all these different kinds of things. Right. I mean, it even, oh and gosh. like she, she wrote a book about it and apparently like, you know, and, and I was watching this on Netflix, you know, it's called connected by, um, Lossif Nasfer. He's actually the guy that, uh, makes stories for radio lab. And he, he made this, uh, Netflix show called connected and he talked to this girl and she wrote a book about it. And in the book, she actually talks about this very uh, explicit details of uh, the, the things that she does and the things that it's, it's apparently like they, like they didn't add it into the show. Like it was so gross, <laughs> grotesque, apparently, but it's in the book. So if wow. you're interested to know what that was, but yeah, so these companies, you know, it's, it's terrifying to know how much privacy you're giving away but you are but also the more data you gave them the better the surface is gonna be for you so the better and so like so because of all that data she's able to match with specific types that she would be potentially interested in right (laughs) you know yeah it's wild like they're trying to do what she's asking them to do and a lot of people a lot of people just don't realize what exactly they require to be able to do it. You know, like most, almost, well, any dating app is going to grab as much data as they can because they want to make the best Mm -hmm. match. And so the more data they have to process, the better. And right. Right. And I mean, a lot of people are like, Oh, I didn't realize that meant everything. Oh yeah, of course it meant everything. Yeah, and it's and it's and you just think like you're swiping and you're you know the only thing that they're keeping track of of who you swiped left and right on, but right, no, what you're doing in the app, but right, it's how long have you looked at that photo? You know what? <laughs> what are your text messages? How long are your replies? You know, it's it's all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's 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 crazy and and terrifying. But like, and then so there's that there's the data that they collect to make their software better and better for you and better for them. But then there's what Google and Facebook does. They collect data and they sell it to people. Right. For and, advertising and, and stuff like that. 
Exactly. And there's this guy that has this idea that, you know, he thinks that it should be our right that we get at least some percentage of that profit. That's very you know? interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense because it, it's us. And they're making, you know, millions of dollars, billions of dollars off of us. And for just, honestly, they're probably making upwards of like $100,000 per person. Like, it's probably close to there. I don't know the exact number, but I mean, it's a lot of money that they're making off of one person each year. Like, like the guy estimated that if you took a small, just a, a small percentage of like two or 3% and you had a household family of four over the course of a year, collectively, they would be able to get $30,000 yeah it's pretty awesome and so (laughs) like the idea of that is like well yeah of course like if you're gonna be selling our privacy we might as well make a little bit of something for from it (laughs) yeah it's interesting that's very yeah i thought so i think i think i'll be down for that make a little bit of money off of our data (laughs) here google you can take whatever you want you just have to make sure you give me Two to three percent of what you make off of me. (laughs) But I want you to be honest about how much you make off of me. (laughs) Right. I mean, I guess. We actually didn't make any money off of you. (laughs) (laughs) I guess if they were to be honest, they would just have to, like, uh, make make it all up front on how they collect the data and stuff like that, which leads to kind of. Not even that necessarily. They would just have to actually be. Like, they would just have to be open about, we sold your information um, to these people for this much, and so you get this much of it. But as far as, like, what that information is, doesn't, I mean, like, you could ask each individual as far as, like, what it matters, because some people would probably say, well, I only want you selling this kind of data or that kind of data, Uh but... I mean, you know, that's just kind of like what you're willing to let them have, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you can also, a lot of these companies now have it set where you can have them where they don't collect any data on you, you know? Right. But it's, but that's turned off automatically. <laughs> you you got to go, you got to go through the settings to do to, that. Yeah, to enable that. I did that on right. some apps. I actually should. Did that on Pinterest. See. Nice. I um I'm not sure. I tried to do it on Facebook, but I couldn't figure it out. But I mean, I don't use Facebook a whole lot. But Facebook 100% still collects your data, even if you're not on their website. Um, when when you are setting up a website and you want to um, use Facebook tracking data so that you can like advertise to people, you actually have. Uh, a certain code that or HDMI code that you install on the website and that sends every thing every action that the customer or the user on your website does over to Facebook and right. they match it with their Facebook account they actually used to do Facebook shadow accounts right. or oh, even so if they you don't do that anymore no 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 that's uh that was not okay <laughs> because I mean they didn't sign the consent form. Because right. when you hit, when you sign up for a new account, 
you hit, I, I accept to their terms and conditions. But they didn't. But people that didn't sign up, they didn't accept that. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. That being um, said, it could have been in the uh, terms and agreement and nobody would have cared or noticed. About what? Like if, if Facebook had said, oh, we're setting up a, uh, like, oh, we'll say shadow account in your behalf. Um, well, that doesn't make any sense because the shadow account is for, oh, right. for, like, it's for people that don't even have Facebook. Exactly. So if right. you personally did not sign up for Facebook at all. They still had an account for they you. They would still have an account, even right. if you've never even been on Facebook.com. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Insane. It'd be really um, funny if you went to, like, create a Facebook account and you, like, put in your birthday, but you didn't put in your real birthday because you didn't want to. And Facebook was like, nah, uh, uh. We know. I know we when your know. birthday is. Don't you lie to me. I mean, they're probably... The amount that they get, I mean, they know what car you're driving, so I wouldn't right. be surprised. I mean, they would be able to, t- they would know, they would be able to know oh, that yeah. for sure, but they don't, they wouldn't want to give themselves away. But that, that would easy. be, that would be them admitting it. <laughs> exactly. That's not what they want to do. Yeah, that's, oh, gosh. That's I mean, not what data... you have written on your license. <laughs> <laughs> or your birth certificate or your social security card. Mm, interesting. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I um I used to not believe the whole Facebook is listening to you or Google is listening to you. Uh, well, actually, I still might not, but uh, be- because you know how like someone would be like, I didn't even search anything and it just popped up, you know, because <laughs> I said it. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I had that one time we talked about, you and me talked about a YouTube video over the phone. Never searched it, never looked it up, and it came up in my recommendation feed. Right, but I probably had. Well, that's the thing. Right, so the way that YouTube works, it's really interesting, is the algorithm actually uh, creates groups. So it's like, okay, so this group likes cars, this group likes uh, videos of pillows, this this group likes this and so and so people so they're grouped together and so they just get shot out recommendations to those groups some groups merge together and all that kind of stuff um i think that there is a back-end friend group so like it knows that you and me are friends and so we'll recommend uh videos to each other that, right. that's my guess yeah no i agree well i think we watch a lot of similar videos similar things and yeah and it doesn't even matter but if this one subscribed to those i don't remember right i don't remember if what this video was but i definitely remember it wasn't something that i would normally watch right and so the fact that we had talked about that specific video and it popped up i was like whoa that's crazy that's crazy yeah <laughs> it, i think i remember it, you telling me about that Right. Yeah, it happened another time. I don't time. remember what it was that I watched or I listened to, know. but someone was trying, like, kind of fighting for whatever company it was and kind of saying, like, no, so they could be listening to you, but they actually don't need to this because was a, they have so much was, other information that they don't even need I think this was Reply to. All. It might have been. I think it was the Snapchat thief to be specific I, okay. i'm pretty sure i could be wrong but yeah that episode had a lot of stuff going for it. i need to i need to re-listen to that one yeah so kind of crazy but i mean oh, yeah yeah when someone's like oh they're listening to me i'm kind of like oh yeah that was totally so, could be right 
They also talked. Oh, they also talked about it in the Great Hack from Netflix. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I watched half of it. It's it's kind of boring, but it's also kind of terrifying. So, <laughs> do you, it 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 talks about um. That's a combination: terrifying it, and boring. And interesting, I would say. <laughs> you uh, want to fall it's, asleep, but you're so scared. Yes, yes. And interesting, curious. Um, it <laughs> talks about the President Trump campaign and how he used Facebook data to um, win the campaign. And that's exactly how he won. Like, no doubt about it. Like, if he had not had used Facebook data, he would have lost, <laughs> which is insane. And they actually, yeah, there was one uh, part. So, like, Data Analytica believe is what the name of the company was i think they're out of business now because of this but they actually um before they actually ended up doing anything pol- political for the united states they moved to other countries so like india um they were hired by uh one group one party to win a campaign and the other group was muslim and the other group was uh, Indian, and so like it was, it was some political power thing that they wanted to win, and the, basically Data Analytica came up with this online Facebook campaign, and the campaign was called Do So, and Do So in either Muslim or Indian, I don't remember specifically, meant don't vote, and so they got a group, the I think it was the the Indians to not vote. And because the Muslims, the Muslim kids, they they targeted the, the kids, the, the teenagers. They, Because the Muslim teenagers would actually follow what the parents say, and the Indians were more likely to not. They actually created this whole campaign that caught on, like, wildfire. Fire, and it complete like, the other side completely obliterated the, the opposing uh, party. And so, and so they would do that for all these other countries and they would learn how to do it. And they got so good at it that president Trump hired them and he won. (laughs) That's bonkers. Yeah. (laughs) Very, very interesting. Terrifying. (laughs) Well, yeah. 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 My goodness. And here we are. Yeah, and now, mm-hmm, I'm not, I guess, I I mean, I guess they haven't really, maybe they did change some of the rules, um, I don't follow politics too much, honestly, it takes a lot for me to be interested in something that's not CGI right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I want to, like, be not into politics but i know what you're saying current with politics if that makes sense yes. like actually yes. understand what's like a large larger sense of what's happening and like right i I'm think not i always good about it I right definitely i definitely to put more work into it now yeah i definitely I have before, a but i definitely have a better grasp than i did uh, a year ago because of just podcast and i definitely have found myself agreeing and disagreeing with certain things and it's just kind of like i don't want this for myself (laughs) yeah so Mm -hmm. uh i pulled up the killed by google page because i was just kind of curious oh yeah did we talk about that last time 
Yeah, we did, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, have you ever used Google Hangouts? Yeah. I got an email talking about a lawsuit, if we want to talk about that. How I could get money from it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Apparently, it, um, it is going to be exterminated in four months. Correct. And I don't know the full details of it, but I got an email coming coming from work one time, and it said, hey, just a heads up, um, there's a lawsuit that you could be benef or that you could be involved in and by involved in that like be affected uh and if you want to get any kind of compensation for it you got to respond to this email and i haven't yet and i probably missed my chance but basically it gave me four options it said if you choose you can choose to sue google in the future but you won't be able to get any potential compensation you can choose to do nothing and you won't be able to sue google at all and no money and then it was like, you can try to get compensation, but you also won't be able to sue Google. And then there's another weird one, but I don't remember. But yeah. Interesting. Yes, yes. So I think Google Hang... I think what happened is that Google Hangouts had some massive security flaws and a lot of people got affected by it. Oh, wow. Gotcha. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> Just, I guess, another reason to move away from Google. But, I mean, what technology isn't secure? <laughs> don't, oh, yeah. Uh, don't listen. Yeah. If if you're concerned, like, if you if you have a fear of getting hacked, don't listen to the podcast Hackable because, <laughs> oh, my gosh, the, the things that people can do to hack you is just Oh, I mean, just insane. listening to some of the Reply All episodes, I know that there's just, <laughs> if somebody wants to hack me, they're going to be able to. Oh, yeah. Just by clicking and going to a website, you can get your computer hacked fully. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. I thought, like, if you go to a website and then you download something, you'll get hacked. But, no, just being on the website, they can they can hack you. <laughs> it's it's, yeah, it's insane. Crazy. So, to jump into your first one. Um, oh, we're doing this. Well, we, can, we cannot do this. We cannot do this? Do you want to not talk about it? No, I didn't. I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> Go for it. Right, it tonight's out. not the podcast night, so we can just do it another time. What? <laughs> I'm just what? messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Uh, so you had said we hate real life but love the simulation Yes. Which sounds kind of fun. Yes. I don't really know the context other than I, what it says, but I can tell you what I was thinking, but I thought it would be more fun for you to kind of go off of this prompt and just maybe take a stab at what I was thinking or at least kind of what it makes you think about and then I can go off of that. Hmm. Okay, well not having If you don't not having If you don't really have any ideas. thought about it too much. Hmm. My idea I mean, what's what's yeah my idea of what it is is that like um i don't know i don't maybe this is a reference lightly to like ready player one kind of like vibe hmm yeah where life is just like can the real life what is surrounding us work um the mundane is continuing to degrade and get less and less interesting 
whereas mm. video games and online spaces are becoming more and more exciting, hence why more and more kids are staying home, unfortunately. Love it when I see yeah. them outside and interacting with other people, uh, but it is not always the case that hmm. there's a, sh- you know, maybe there's a shift towards more of a online connected virtual reality right because as as life goes on we find that it may or may not be a little bit more boring than what than what we want it to be right the and the simulation or like the video games and the 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 internet just seems more interesting well one thing about when you go into a virtual reality that is unlike where we are right now in reality is that you can control all the variables so you can kind of mm-hmm. create what you want it to be it's a whole new world yeah whole new existence i mean not only like even if you're not a game developer you don't like if you don't <laughs> if you don't like the world you're in and on the vr headset you just go to the next one and the next one and the next one like like there's thousands of different games and worlds and experiences to to try so yeah yeah it's kind of um it's kind of a privileged way <laughs> of 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 living if if you mostly are in VR, I guess, <laughs> of just being able to be bored with one thing and go on to the next, you know? Yeah. Imagine for a second what it would be like to live in VR like for a year straight. Have you have you seen the video of the guy doing it for one week? No. <laughs> uh I think his name is decoded i think that's his youtube channel i don't okay it might not be so but did, i'm curious did he have people feed him so the way it worked is he was in the the headset for one week he did not take it off and if he did take it off he would close his eyes but it's not like he took it off to go to sleep um he had like snacks and things set up to okay. eat and and he, he actually does a lot of interesting challenges like the latest one he did was he was in the dark for an entire week so he just was blacked out all the windows in his in his room (laughs) (laughs) and he just was yeah and like and he live streamed it but i didn't watch the live stream but he he live streamed it and people in the chat were like dude there's a mouse in the room (laughs) he's like there's a what and he couldn't get it and he so he just lived with a mouse in the room for a week oh my god (laughs) in the dark you could see the the chats yeah i don't know how i don't really understand i guess he maybe turned it down Right. super super dark like dim to where it didn't affect anything around it except for just the computer screen right right i mean if you have an oled screen with a black background and it's just like true some maybe it's a green just, text that's running like right it's not gonna give off much right or maybe even like a grayed out text or something yeah yeah that's sure. possible yeah but yeah so he was in he played i mean he just played minecraft oh i think he also did one where he was only in minecraft for one week and then he did yeah and then he did uh vr one week so but yeah that's 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 it so but like a long-term living situation in vr you'd have to have yourself hooked up to life support as in you'd have to have like a feeding tube put in right if you didn't well if you didn't want to deal with having to scramble around you know well right like let's say you're fully immersed into vr like you have a full 
like suit on oh, okay. that gives Got, you oh, okay. like the you know like you're fully right. in and everything around you is a simulation yeah i mean i guess that if the technology was good enough it could be set up to where you go to a cafe to get food and that is actually yeah. you going to a place that has that food or food mm. similar not i just had where you're actually I just had eating cr- it in virtual reality and your body right. is doing the same Right, but. right, and, it, and it's experiencing. I just had this crazy thought because they have these gloves that you can uh, right, try on. Pressure sensitive. Right, and it makes you feel like you're picking something up, and then imagine being able to like uh, have like something that replicates taste, and and then also replicates the way you can feel it in your mouth or the way you're picking it up, but it's just going through a tube into your stomach. <laughs> right, like you you're just hooked up to yeah. tubes. There's a tube like that's. Like, Right. going straight to your stomach but it simulates the you feel have like a and tube, the taste like a catheter and all that kind of stuff right and then you have like a sensor in your implanted in your mouth that gives you the <sighs> sensation of food and the the feeling of taste you, you probably won't even need to go to your mouth like like well true you just you have like just, a, a neural like link right right i mean i don't i don't think we're far off from that <laughs> honestly oh, not a life that i would choose personally it well first off vr is definitely not at the point where it would be even near worth it <laughs> but i would also agree real life is real life for a reason yep <laughs> also your body um, would just like it would decay away like well you'd lose you'd lose your muscle and stuff like that well, what if you had uh like the giant room and the whole floor was a um a like turnable a, oh, and yeah. a like a treadmill yeah, and like a it treadmill. can go up it can go down but like it's instant and it can or maybe like there's like these like uh these uh se- sensors in the floor that go up and go down and it can like change the shape of it if you like, if you're walking up a mountain, it it, ch- it changes the shape into a mountain, so it simulates what a mountain feels like as you're going up it and stuff like that. And so, I mean, that's that's what I think is that I think you could live a healthy life inside of VR <laughs> fully. If it was done right. Right, right, and the only way, like, if yeah, right, if you can fully simulate getting exercise and being able to take hikes and that it won't melt your eyes out (laughs) right (laughs) if we if we could figure out the blue light situation which there is evidence that uh or blue light so blue light uh hurts your eyes and weakens your vision and apparently orange light or red light um can actually heal your eyes and strengthen your vision but there's 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 not a whole lot of research done on it but there's some that's some evidence to kind of prove that yeah, I know. I'm looking. I've been looking into getting like some blue light glasses potentially, because I mean, what? I literally look at screens all day. Oh, like the orange? Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I've thought about that. The too. ones <laughs> that just strip out blue light. Yeah, I looked into. There's some that like uh, you can use that don't have like a whole lot of orange tint to it, but it's only oh, yeah. good I mean, for I found like some an that hour. Were, that were like clear, basically. Yeah, but those aren't good for... They're only for, like, a certain amount of time, right? Uh, I haven't looked into them a whole lot, but 
they seemed like it didn't really matter so much. It's more like office application kind of thing. Gotcha. But, but like, but could you sit out a computer screen for twelve hours and not have effects? Uh, I well, I don't know. I didn't really look into oh. them super extensively. But it seemed like what they did is like cut out the blue light, so that you right. theoretically could. But I didn't. I didn't look into like if they had gotcha. a time limit or. I know. I know. Like, because I, I looked into them as well, and I couldn't find any that were at a reasonable price and still be clear because like the the lower end ones actually ended up not doing anything like if you like a guy shined a blue light through it and then also like i looked into people like experts talking about like the fact that you know the cheaper ones don't work so that's (laughs) that's what i ran into (laughs) yeah they definitely weren't cheap but they weren't like crazy yeah or you could just turn the orange filter on your windows (laughs) windows <laughs> yeah windows 10 operating system <laughs> that's true i use that but then i also do color stuff so right yeah stuff is very specific for you yeah yeah um do you want me to tell you my thought behind we hates real, yes. real life give us the lovely. answer what, uh, well what was i don't the, think it's an answer it. i think I, I like the prompt because it can mean many different things. You know, it could be, it can mean so many different things. It could be like, it could mean that you hate, you know, your job, you hate the real hard work. And when you get home, you just love the stimulation that YouTube videos give you. You know, that's, that's one, but that's not my thought. My thought was, um, what kind of brought me to it is I, I think it's funny that, that we have, so like there are construction workers, right? Some of them like it, but probably a majority don't like working out in the heat for 10, 12 hours a day. But we do like the idea of Construction Simulator, <laughs> the, the game. And and I was like, oh, that's kind of odd that, that... And then I started thinking about, like, you know, we like movies, and when movies kind of, like, have something that looks... It's like, oh, I do that. You know, it's like someone does something on the movie screen that's relatable and it's like i do that it's like we love the i like like we love it when it's done in a way that we have no uh repercussions or i guess no rules and no way of us getting uh like us getting what is reprimanded in a way and so when it when it happens in a video game or something we just love the idea but when it comes to real life we just hate well, I, I don't I don't think everyone hates real life, but like a lot of people are just kind of like this, real life sucks, <laughs> you know. So yeah. that 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 was that was my thought that brought me to everybody that. likes an escape. Like if they're oh when right, you, you know when you get home when you're finished with work, like everybody has their go to thing. Some of some people it's a hobby. Right. Some people it's sitting in front of a screen. Or well, my jumping into yeah, something. that that is very true. It's something that's completely opposite of what they were what they are doing in real life but my thought wasn't you know the opposite it was that when it's done through a video game or on a movie screen or in a way that's anything but real but it's a hundred percent the way it's kind of odd but like it's so like construction simulator is a great example like people love playing that game but there's no one like the people that play that game there's no oh, way they're actually gonna get a construction yeah exactly right. 
like the uh have you watched the videos where the kids are um they're at an airport right and they're flying planes and there's someone in the tower operating the tower and they're all communicating but it's all a simulation it's all a game and they love it and they run the whole tower and they just like goof exactly. off and whatever and it's exactly. like real life but not exactly and have so you... that's interesting to me yeah have you heard the podcast that was about the office simulation no so it was this like group of uh guys kids that made this like whole company basically this whole like oh yes 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 (laughs) uh what was that i don't remember who who (sighs) did it but they goes radio lab Maybe I think that's so. what it was. That's when I remember first I was playing Super Mario Odyssey on my Switch and I heard that podcast episode. Okay. So but they had this entire like office structure with yes. you know, presidents, CEOs, everything. And they loved it. And then some adults started getting into it and basically ruined it for them. Right. Um, and so then it, it kind of like blew up. But it was that's exactly ex- that. Yes. It was a simulation. Right. And that's exactly what I'm so talking fun. about. Yeah, the people that work in an office all day come home to a Facebook group to, to only do exactly what they were doing. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh man, dude. I, it, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, I know. But, like, and it is. Like, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that, like, oh, that's gross and weird that you're doing, that you do that. I, as well, I enjoy that. I love flight simulators. I love, you know, Constru- like I haven't played construction simulator, but it sounds like a great idea. <laughs> but it, it, I Will's think it's new just... hobby. Construction. What do you operate? <laughs> Bulldozer. What about you? Uh, okay, forklift. All right, cool. Pretty I, sure I would uh, be an excavator. Oh, you you would transform yourself into an excavator, or you would drive one. <laughs> well, it's a simulation, so I guess it could be either one, but. Uh, operate. I would be an excavator operator. You know, you know there is a construction simulator. Like I'm not making that up. Yeah, there's okay. also there's many of them. Truck also, simulator. Yeah, there's also a YouTube channel, uh, where a group of guys have this like s- construction site that they run <laughs> via RC. Whoa. Construction vehicles. Really? Yes. Dude. This is get okay. This is getting more close. So, like that's close. That like, that's real life, but it's not. Right, it's getting real blurred, isn't it? Yeah. So that's they crazy. literally drive like they they drive around dump trucks and uh, bulldozers <laughs> and excavators and all these things, and they're like bigger. Yeah. You know, like they're not like tiny little RC cars. Right. Right. But they're not the full thing either. And but then they'll still, take it, you know, they'll take it to like a, a plant that they've set up where <laughs> they dump in the dirt and it sifts it oh and it gosh. washes it and it sorts <laughs> it and everything like, yeah. <laughs> and Dude, they have water piped is, out to it. It's Oh my gosh. I love the idea of that. That's so fun. But when it comes to. I mean, there are actually probably some people that love sifting dirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so but, I did a summer in construction, and uh-huh. it definitely was not for me forever. But I right. there was a part of me that enjoyed doing it. Like, I drove... For that moment. 
Yeah, it's a new I, thing. I drove a yeah. giant dump truck that right. articulated in the middle. It was a giant mm. Volvo, and it was so much fun. Uh, yeah. It had six wheels, and it felt like you were driving on top of a cloud. Wow. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, it was, it was just so massive. Right, right. It, it was fun. And the guys but, that like also worked there, like you could tell that there was like a level of, I hate this, but also they loved what they did too. Um, and they were very, very good at it. Uh, I was right. not necessarily very good at it. And that's why I just uh-huh. drove a dump truck. Like that is not, it's not a necessarily a super easy thing to just jump into, but it's not yeah. hard and it, you can learn it pretty quickly. Uh huh. But driving like a an excavator or a bulldozer is very difficult and takes (laughs) a lot of skill especially in the accuracy that they would do it at the guy could like flip over quarters on the ground with the um, bucket and it was like what in the world are you doing that's crazy wait really like he like there could be a quarter on the ground he could just precisely they basically do surgery I did not see him ever do it, but... But that's what he said. Yeah, of course. I feel like he just put, like, 50 quarters on the end and then just <laughs> shot them all up in the air and was like, yep, flipped a quarter. <laughs> I definitely saw him do some stuff that was pretty pretty impressive, but crazy. Yeah, I mean, there there's something to be said for repetition and just doing it over and over again. You know, whether it's for fun or for work, and eventually you'll just get really good at it. Yeah, like you've seen the videos where it's um, like, um, amazing fast workers or something like that, where people just have their job down yes, to a science, yes. and they can just uh, like chop carrots right faster than anybody would imagine carrots could ever be chopped, right. or you know, or whatever, or skin, Unfor- you know, right. potatoes you know whatever it is exactly unfortunately i've seen um that's more common in the in the china china, china world asia yeah in the asian yeah, markets yeah yeah that's that's it's unfortunate that, that that's where a lot of that's from <laughs> labor is a bit trickier over there it's not exactly yeah. always as ethical it, it's not and but they are skilled can, workers. <laughs> right. I, I was going to think, I was just thinking, I was like, well, there's nothing we can do about it because it's a whole other country and they have different laws. But then again, I was like, well, we're just, we're just affirming it by hiring these people. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I yeah, mean, you're going to, yeah, there's absolutely like, don't, you know, you can look into the ethics behind right, how it's made. Right. And there's like that. exactly. There's well absolutely like a way with and stuff like that. Right. And yeah, as, as the consumer or as the business, but yeah, it's really hard because we have these set in stone ways of doing things like iPhone wouldn't be as cheap as it is, or even Samsung for that matter. All these other phones, they wouldn't be as cheap as it is to save a dollar, dude. Right. Well, the right, right, right. But what I'm saying is like an iPhone is like a thousand bucks, you know, like there's probably more than that, but if it wasn't from China, like if it wasn't being made It'd from China, be double if not more, be so much more, so much more. And part of it is because of the efficiency that is set up in China, but then also hmm. the cost that is given to the workers and stuff is less. Right. Like there right. is a little bit of a balance there because China is definitely 
better at a lot of automation and um, yeah. large scale manufacturing than right. most countries, but they're uh, not always great at paying their employees. Well, right. And I mean, also, they just have the mindset to work hard. Like they get in, they know that they got to do what they got to do, put in the 12. Like, like, um, it's a very common saying, uh, have you heard of nine, nine, six, not or six. Oh shoot. What is it? Nine, nine, six. I yeah. have, but I couldn't. Nine, tell you yeah. It's mean. not nine. It's uh nine to nine. So 9am to 9pm, six days a week, six days a week. Okay. Yeah. And that, that is a very common saying in for, for the teenagers. <laughs> Uh, I used to say it a lot, and then I just stopped saying it because I, <laughs> I can't do that. I guess. <laughs> well, I could. I'm just not. It, it's just ingrained in them at that such a young age to, to have these strict rules, to follow and to do. It's yeah. Well, it and that's an interesting thing because they don't really have like any rules until they go to school. Uh, what? Which is very interesting. Yeah, like as kids a lot of them don't have a very strict upbringing until they go to school and then that's when structure hits really yep and that's done on purpose i don't know if it's done on purpose or if it's just uh so the kid so like the kids eat whatever they want kind of thing like if they have Pie uh, I mean, at like, the house. Like, you know how you'll see a kid and you're like, oh, he's spoiled. Like, he obviously oh, gets away with whatever. Right. Um, it's generally kind of that way until they get to school and then it's like, so is right, it be- here we go. Oh, I wonder if that's because, Discipline. right, they rely on um, the teachers. Yeah, they just aren't necessarily that. disciplined until then. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, so I guess. And, then that, and I, that's not, I'm not saying that that's every family but from what i've heard right it's, it's a large part of the the culture yeah the culture well do you well it sounds like the 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 school is disciplining them yeah that the, well definitely okay as okay. well as at that point there they start to like because there's also like the whole like you'll bring dishonor to your family and right like, to your country and stuff like that and so that's yeah. like also being pushed on them and stuff like that mm. so that that also weighs on a lot of a lot of them too yeah that's that's pretty intense i mean to be honest i think a lot of americans and i and i definitely have this mindset a lot i'm getting better at it it's just the entitlement <laughs> you know right. that you, you think you deserve this we have we have the right to not do xyz i'm not going to get political but <laughs> it's just like but but really you know i broke my arms and i'm so grateful to be able to actually uh pick up a fork again <laughs> like <Right>. that's awesome <laughs> humbles you a little bit yeah. Ex- exactly exactly and yeah. i and i've and i've started to think not not because i broke my arms but in the past few years you know I've really started to think, oh my gosh, I am so lucky that I'm in the position that I am now. And and I even think like, you know, just, and it's not even because of where I'm specifically located. Like I look around and like, like people from even like, I guess you could say the middle class, like, like 
I have it so well made. It's just, it's crazy. And I, and really like it's because of podcasts, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because of, yeah, because of all the podcasts you've listened to. Yeah, man. I mean, just listening to people and listening to their story of how they grew up or other, hold on a second. Yeah. No. Where's mine? I don't. What? Mine. I don't know. I didn't take your mouse. That was Ben. <laughs> I should should interview him about his mouse. He lost his mouse. Oh Computer man. Mouse. I know it's very. The missing mouse. I know. I don't know what I'm gonna Is do, it man. The one that was found in the dark. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully it's be. not that kind of mouse. Right. Right. And if it is, hopefully it's not in your room. Yes. There's going to be a lot of editing in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or not. I mean, that's kind of, we kind of flow with the uh, minimal yeah, <laughs> minimal editing style for sure. That, that's true. Unless I'm like, get really inspired to do something. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I definitely podcasts. like the light editing like taking out maybe like uh you know some burps or you know or you like whatever you know cleaning up right. some things sure but right like you did you know try to take out some background noise yeah Great. yeah that's awesome that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah so um mm-hmm. i real quick am going to go get a lacroix uh sure do you also want one <laughs> no, I'm good. Thanks. Okay, because that would require you to go get a Lacroix if you wanted right. one. Also, because because I don't have one. I thought you were offering me one. Well, I am, <laughs> but but you're not. It might take uh, a few days to get there in the mail. So oh, only f- a few days. That's not a bad. Wait, sure. Go ahead and send it. <laughs> also, it might cost a few dollars. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> I don't want to deal. With- I don't need it. I don't need that. Uh, so you, you can keep talking, but I will hear you, but the podcast nah. will not hear me. Nah, we don't need it. We can just pause it right now. Look at that. We're back, baby. I'm not eating a thing. We got M&M's and Cliff Bars and LaCroix. Yep. I have a bubbly, actually. Oh, right. Well, and I don't have a LaCroix either. Mine's like a Walmart <laughs> brand. Purity Organic. So we both have LaCroix. Yeah, basically. I need to make sure, now that you got me thinking about this whole fusion thing, I need to make sure I can, because I can't fully extend my arm. Like, like, is that bad now or is that like fine? I think you're okay. That's cool. So fusion really doesn't (laughs) happen unless you are not moving at all, I guess. And, and this is like the, so you should be okay. I guess what mm-hmm. what could happen to you is there could be like a calcium buildup on the parts where you're not moving. Yeah. And so like the longer it goes, potentially the harder it could be to break through that or wow. the less likely it could be. But yeah. I don't think that that's there now. It's just good for you to actually be um, doing those exercises and you don't need to, you don't want to like push them cause you don't want to, hurt yourself yeah. more um but i'm glad i'm taking advice from a non-doctor yeah definitely doing the doing exercises um and being constant with like 
oh, they said I should do these exercises this much um, right. for this amount of time and like actually really making sure you do it because a lot of people don't and their recovery mm. takes a lot longer. And if you yeah. look like at athletes, because their life depends on it, they are very, very active on it and they usually recover a lot faster. And they're yeah. also generally younger as you are. So that also plays in your favor, but yeah, I um, I know there are definitely athletes that don't take it easy, also, and they um, they end up not re-injuring like, themselves, re-injuring, or then like not healing, like preventing it from healing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a big that's a big one that I don't want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I gotta figure out what I want to do um, about if I'm gonna ride my bike again or not. <laughs> I don't. I just don't know. <laughs> Dib, you're definitely gonna ride it again, even if it's mm. just with me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I definitely don't want to like. Because here's the thing: if I'm gonna be riding with you, Jay or Noah, the mount, like, I probably will. I probably ride with them like once a month, and you, like, I don't know, whenever you're here. But, like, that's not, like, I'm just going to be out of shape by then. <laughs> it's not, it's not yeah. going to be anywhere I mean, near enjoyable so if as you what wanted it is to, now. if you wanted to, like, and this is something that I'm actually looking at doing, even where I am, is joining, like, a group ride. Uh-huh. If you want a safer way of riding, as far as traffic is concerned, um, and having people around you and stuff like that, um, you can join group rides, which usually launch out of um bike shops conti's yeah yeah conti's yeah conti's yes exactly conti's has one um and they're usually at a number of different times and days so generally you can find one that lines up with your schedule it can also be kind of a fun way of connecting with some people but you mm. know you can also just like not really talk to people because you're exercising yeah, who needs to do that? So, but also, I understand. Yeah. I've never had a bad accident on my bike. <laughs> really? I know Jay has. Yeah, Jay definitely. But you has. haven't. No. Nothing. I mean, you've fallen off though, right? Yeah. So I was like taking my bike across a grass median. And Mm -hmm. I unclipped one foot, but I didn't unclip the other. And so when I was going across, I just like accidentally leaned on on one, on the foot that was clipped in. And I leaned past the point where I could like get back over to the other side. And so I just like fell over. So it was, (laughs) it was like, it wasn't a big deal. So wait, how many, so that's the only time you've fallen off? Of my road bike? Yeah, there's probably like one or two other times, and it's probably a similar kind of thing. I don't really remember. That's crazy. But yeah, what am I doing wrong, dude? I don't (laughs) totally know, but I don't think it's (laughs) I don't think it's necessarily just you, because when I got into road biking, I got clips like immediately. So uh-huh. my foot couldn't can't ever go into my spokes on my wheel. Like that's a Yeah, but I'm also thinking like other times too. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. 
Did I tell you, um, last time Mino and Jay rode out, a raccoon just, like, darted out, like, inches from my wheel? That's crazy. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I have had a couple close out. calls with animals before. Oh, it's terrifying. So, um, and probably the worst time I've fallen... Hmm... I, I want to say I may have fallen when I went on a CNO canal trail okay. when I biked on that for a couple of days because it was really gravelly and there were a lot of sticks down. Yeah. And so we were like hopping over sticks. And so I, I probably fell then a couple of times, but huh. not anything bad, like low speed, if not standing still, like fall gotcha. over on your side, kind of stand back up kind of deal. Hmm. Yeah. The only time I fell when I was going fast was when I was at uh, Pocahontas State Park and I was riding my mountain bike and it was the first time I had been there and I went over to, I was there with a friend actually and he had been there a lot and he goes there still very often and it's a sweet park. Um, I've been back since and it's, it's really sweet. It's really fun and flowy. Hmm. So we went over to this like pump track kind of area and you can, you kind of get a lot of speed, but then you're just kind of pumping over these bumps and you can kind of jump them if you want, or you can not. Um, yeah. And some of them kind of launch you off a little bit and stuff like that. Hmm. And so I was just like going and I was trying to keep up with them a little bit and I was going really fast and uh some of you know so some of the jumps i kind of popped over and stuff like that i wasn't trying to get any kind of crazy air because i was like yeah first time did i haven't really jumped um and so kind of you know i went over this one bump and when i did my bike just kind of like went sideways a little bit underneath of me and so then when i landed because it was a little bit sideways my bike just immediately made a turn to Whoa. the left and was just gone behind me. <laughs> and I was on the ground sliding and I slid like <sighs> 10 or 15 feet. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Yes. But it was clay. It was like a clay track. Oh, and it was, geez. it was like a little bit wet. So I, it didn't hurt at all. Cause like, thankfully, okay. because it was kind of like part of a landing so you yeah, kind of go right. up and then it kind of the track kind of catches you a little bit like a slip and slide yeah basically um <laughs> so i got up i uh, went and grabbed my bike and just hopped on and kept riding um it's crazy yeah when i got back to the parking lot i did i had scraped my leg up a little bit like i had a little okay. bit of a, like a reg, road rash kind of like yeah um, spot where i was like it wasn't open bleeding but you know like it gets uh -huh. kind of like a little raspberry um right so I had that and my, you know, my knee was a little bit stiff, but other than that, it was not bad, which is crazy because it was really the wildest thing ever. I was just like one moment That's... zipping down this track and then kind of popped up in the air. And the next thing I knew, I was on the ground 15 feet away from my bike. I mean, right. That's kind of how it was for me when I fell this Dude, it this happened past time. so fast. It, it was. I mean, like, I definitely don't remember landing on my hands at all like at all like i remember going like 
flipping over the handlebars. I was like, oh, this is different. <laughs> I was like, I haven't fallen off my bike this way. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I just, I literally remember thinking like, yeah, exactly that. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm going to fall. But just, just, you know, I'm just going to take it. I fall. And the moment I hit the ground, I'm like, all right, look at the damage. How long can I get back up and riding again? <laughs> you know, right. like how many days do I have to repair my bike? Like that's exactly what I'm oh, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 then the pain start to set in. I'm stuck under the bike, <laughs> like right. trying to get my foot out. I had actually actually I had to take off my shoe. He was still stuck in the. <laughs> right, you used to be the pitcher, and your shoe's just yeah. in your wheel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, oh my gosh. okay yeah <laughs> i was very the... fortunate in that when i fell off i felt like kind of into a slope so they kind of caught me and my bike whipped like away and behind me yeah and so because i was holding onto the handlebars and i it all happened so quick it kind of like pulled my hands down so i just kind of like slid in into the ground onto my shoulder huh. more or less and like i wouldn't have been able to i wouldn't have been able to brace myself if i had wanted to like there was no way i was getting my hands up to catch myself because before i even knew that something was going wrong i was already on the ground (laughs) (laughs) that's that's crazy um you saw the prompt neurolink friday demo yes okay do you know what neuro neurolink is um, no, I've heard it, but I cannot for the life of me think of what it is right now. Oh, okay. So, um, it's, uh, the, might be the company name. I don't think it is the company name, but Elon Musk owns a company that is working on a product called Neuro, Neurolink. And it basically allows, it will allow us to have a little device implanted into our brain <laughs> and, and connect us to artificial intelligence because oh my his gosh. Fe- yeah yeah his fear uh, the his motivation behind this is um that that he's worried that ai will get to the point where it becomes uh shoot it's um all right so there's general intelligence and then there's super intelligence and then there is uh like the basic intelligence we're at general we're getting to general intelligence that's what we're trying to do and where you know ai kind of has like a general idea of you know you ask it a question it kind of knows the answer to it of like where the closest state farm is or something like that and but then there's super intelligence and that's really interesting yeah quant or yeah and because there will be a point where you know ai is learning it's learning and it's starting to learn a little bit faster and then the next thing you know it just takes off and it gets to the point where it's just smarter than every single person in the world and it knows all these things and it can do all these different things and there are people that don't think that will ever happen there are people that are terrified of it like elon musk and that Neuralink is supposed to be able for us to comprehend exactly comprehend like the avatar that is to um uh the the spirit world (laughs) right right. um but yeah so that we could at least keep up in some way 
Um, but that, that that's the idea for future. But he said that there's going to be a demo of this product this Friday. So I'm very interested to know because <laughs> it's been super secretive. Like all that we really know is kind of what I just told you and that it's supposed to connect our brains to AI and 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 apparently we're going to see a little bit of what it can do uh Friday. I mean, that's wild. Yeah, man. I mean, the idea, I mean, I I think it's possible that super intelligence is gonna be a thing well and... I mean, yeah computers can process so quickly so once it is once they have like the information yeah, properly the, sorted yeah, I, the, I would say. yeah once they have the like i guess maybe algorithm is a better word um uh, maybe the, because like the proper once they have the proper like framework to mm-hmm. understand well and truly understand process, it they're gonna process be able to process so much more information so much quicker right but and like in a like but, you know you can just add a storage bank you know what i'm saying like we right. can't necessarily just add a terabyte of storage to our mind <laughs> and be able right. to well, access it well and them to understand it like truly like the way that people do you right, know, we right. we can feel Hence things. We can think the... exactly, and and we already have, you know, we have uh, artificial intelligence um, that is already replicating neurons and synapses, and it's and it's kind of functioning sim- this in a similar way to what the brain is. And actually, those uh, uh, artificial intelligences, the the more the closer that it replicates the brain and the way it, it functions the more it has to act like and ha- it, like it, it, it gets it's weird because those artificial intelligence actually have to sleep <laughs> and so so the more it's close to the way that like we think to, yeah <clears throat> like they have to take time to let the right the, like it has to rebuild the bridges and stuff like that exactly it's not like you can just turn it off it has to just stop being able to function its tasks so that i can yeah like you said sort sort out the information and that's but interesting yes yes so my thinking is like is like yeah and so i guess that there's kind of for us at least there's these universal laws to the way that we think and the way that we live our lives and the more that you get closer to that through replication of like a machine or something like that, the more those laws apply to it. <laughs> Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah, that's interesting. So I guess in that sense, I wonder if AI will be able to outdo us as quickly as potentially I mean, pop- as as people may some people may think. Like to some extent you could almost say it's like, okay, this AI is going to learn and comprehend about the same rate as a normal person uh-huh. but they're just not going to die so right. in 100 200 mm. 300 400 500 years they're just going to have this long term like growing understanding right whereas a person you know lives roughly 100 years and then yeah. they're out of here um, mm-hmm. and they can only 
that you know they're building off of what what was what other people have done but they have to get to a level to be able to comprehend that and then build from there yeah you know that's so it's interesting the way that you think like that and when when you say that i think you know if if you believe that there is a god you're most likely believe that humans have been around for like six thousand ten thousand years and so at the beginning of or i guess that the earth and the humans on it have been around that long and so from that point to now it has taken us six thousand roughly ten thousand years to get to where we are now with technology and stuff like that but for artificial intelligence you know it it, it it's only taken 50 years or i should say around like 60 to i think it's 80 years to get to where we're at now where we're on the edge of general intelligence where you know we already have ai's basically running companies you know you have these recommendation algorithms you have these chat bots you have all these different you know ai's doing all these different things so i mean give it another 10 20 years and i think i think we're gonna have some really interesting stuff yeah yeah true true <laughs> i mean i don't think it's gonna take another ten thousand years for our computers i think i think you know we've just gotten to this point where we're able to kind of get ahead of ourselves using technology uh, and you know in 10 years i'm really interested to see where ai is you know i think the the one of the best artificial intelligences that i can think about now i'm pretty sure there's better ones technically and uh and you know generally uh like AlphaGo is one i will look into that but the other one i'm thinking about is uh gpt4 and that actually in that algorithm is one that can replicate uh, language in writing and literature and you can type out a sentence and it will further the sentence based on what you said so if you said that the quick brown fox jumped over the and then it would continue the sentence and it would say jumped over the house and then ran all the way across to grandmother's house you know it's that's kind of what it could do and the interesting thing is it the company that made this it, it was like three million dollars to make this algorithm to be able to train it and use all the server power and stuff like that they didn't release they've only actually put out the third version of it so there's one through four gpt one two three and four and they haven't released four and they didn't release it because they actually released one then they waited a few months two waited a few months three waited a few months and they didn't do that and they did that because they were worried that websites like the satire websites would be so good at making satire with this algorithm that nobody would understand what is true and what is fake <laughs> and Whoa. so they would re- <laughs> yeah so they would release this in chunks and find out okay is this gonna is this gonna cause a disruption is this gonna so now we're at the point where they can actually license it off the the full version to trusted companies <laughs> crazy interesting crazy i know so and that's only been that's only been with they haven't been working on it for 50 years but that's 50 years of progress within the artificial intelligence that's gotten to this point right yeah it's wild it's um i think it has around a billion 
I think it's synapses, I think they called it, or neuron. They called it, like, basically data points. I'll, I'll say data points, but I know that's not the right term. And we have, like, us humans have, like, three trillion of them. And, I mean, and the way that the guy broke it down, it was like, well, it would cost, you know, if it costs $3 million for $3 billion to train an algorithm with these servers, it costs $3 million. Imagine what, if you spent, you know, five hundred million dollars and you got to the human level capacity and he broke it down as technology gets cheaper to make and more efficient you have the ability to have cheaper servers and just in i think he said just 10 years he you would be able to with the same amount of three million dollars you have three trillion synapses or data points and have it just think be able to process information just like a human <laughs> yeah very interesting uh, it's pretty wild yeah yeah <laughs> it's pretty wild <laughs> and uh well yeah yeah it's crazy you mentioned like how long have we actually been on this this uh here planet and that is a very interesting question that i mean you can look at so many different ways yeah it, yeah I mean, I'm. I would be interested to hear what you have to think, but I. I've heard. I mean, I mean like, you know, I it just depends on what you believe, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of, you know, I can kind of go different ways. Like, coming from like a biblical standpoint, because I do. Um, I wouldn't even necessarily say that it's like has to be, um, like young Earth kind of like standpoint. Right. I think you can definitely say that it took a long time or or could have taken a long time um and that that it could be we could be in a very old um solar system or what universe i guess you could say um i I mean we've been here a while (laughs) well yeah i mean we've been here a while either way um but yeah i don't i can't say that i really have a strong opinion Hmm. at this point one way or the other yeah. I definitely used to be like, oh yeah, the Bible says seven days, so it was seven right. days. But right. it's like, yeah, the yes, but it's not necessarily it's not necessarily seven days. Yeah, yeah. I so, um but, it, yeah, that's I'm kinda of at the same thinking or or I'm I'm personally like uh with like stuck in fear with the uh, idea that there's just so much information that that I don't know. <laughs> there's just so much I don't know. And I'm just kind of like, uh, I don't, I don't know what to say, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? So yeah. that's, that's, yeah. That's and I cool. mean, there's things that point to like, there's evidence pointing to it being very young, but then there's also evidence pointing uh-huh. to it being very old and, yeah. you know, so, yeah. but I can't say that I really am too bothered by it being one way or the other. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people are bothered by it. <laughs> I don't yeah. think oh, I. No, definitely. If if I was, I I would be researching it constantly. So, but I'm right. not. So. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, for exactly. some people, it it like makes or breaks their their religion, and I don't think that it is. Yeah. That is the well. That is just not the case for me. Yeah. But that's also yeah. partly because I don't have the ability to know the answer 
and so I'm not going to try to make an assumption one way or the other that's that right. crazy. I also right. don't think it's like I personally don't think it's a a turning point one way or the other as far as right Wh- whatever you think the earth is still going to be rotating <laughs> yeah we're still gonna we're yeah. still gonna be going forward <laughs> yep so far <laughs> uh, what do you think of the idea of living on mars uh I don't know. I I thought it was a cool idea, and then I heard someone think or say like, "There's no point to it because, you know, why not just fix the problems that are here on Earth instead of trying to move to somewhere else to, you know, fix your problems." Right. And why and then run I was, from your problems right, when you could just right. fix them. Like your problems are gonna follow you to the next. Place. Right. Exactly. And I don't think that's Elon Musk's thinking. And and I think I think he is just fascinated with the idea of people being on on Mars. <laughs> I I really think it's that simple. And he's just like that image of people being on Mars is just such a inspiring thing to him. Well, he's for, definitely an innovator, and so right. it's like and, pushing yeah, the boundaries and like getting getting to the next level, you could say. Yeah. And so, yeah. Exactly. I mean, and you know, now that I now that I think about it, and it's kind of at the front of my mind, I would say I'm for it, because a lot of people that are inspired to do something really hard and to go somewhere really hard. Or maybe you're being challenged and you're in competition with someone. A lot of great things come out of that. Like, for example, example the cell phone. And just, you know, 10 years ago, if you had a cell phone in your pocket, it was terrible compared to what it is now. And the only reason why it's been so well refined and so well developed is because of competition. And, and Elon Musk is in competition in his mind that he wants to get people to Mars as fast as possible. And he's just constantly developing, creating new technology to get people there. So I think, I think it's a great idea. So you're saying the, uh, the capitalist market is the only way. Uh, I guess (laughs) with what I just said, yeah. If that's what it lines up to be, if, I mean, to be honest, I, capitalism drives a lot of, um, well, to me, at least, it drives a lot of innovation. It's kind of the, the well, it's the American market. It is like you know who can do it better or faster, and right, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, th- like there are a lot of good things that come out of it, and there are a lot of bad things that come out of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of and... on the fence as far as like, would I go live on Mars because the oh, I want it. The conditions are so no, rough. No, it's terrible. What? No, uh, I'm not a scientist. I'm. Not, <laughs> I don't. I. I. I like the idea of going outside and being able to breathe. <laughs> like. <laughs> what? Like no. Why would I? There's no reason for me to go to Mars. But, but like, if, if you we colonized Mars. That's fine. You know. Yeah, go for it. That's like, great. Would you want to be someone there? No, not me. <laughs> but for other people to go, that's awesome. Yeah. And if we don't go, 
then that's great. <laughs> like I like yeah, I don't think I don't think it really matters. You're awesome. I'm awesome. We're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You sit in that chair, you don't sit in that chair, you're still awesome. Yeah. You sound like that guy from Parks and Rec. <laughs> What's his name? He becomes a boss or something. I don't remember. Chris Traeger. Uh yes. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I think a lot of people are not for it because you have this billionaire putting all this time and money and resources to going somewhere that's not going to really benefit the human race here on Earth when he could be putting that time and effort and money into doing, like, like solving the homeless p- problem or, you know, ending world hunger, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, look, the guy built himself an empire. What? I just, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to be like, he should be doing this when I'm not even at that. I'm not at that level, you know, like just you got there. You're not really like you're like, he seems like a pretty nice guy and he's not like, you know, he's paying his employees properly. He's treating people nicely he's allowing bathroom break breaks jeff bezos <laughs> mm. and and so i don't see if he wants to do that then go for it why do you know what stop stop complaining about this billionaire not solving your problems when you should just shut up and solve your own problems <laughs> right i get i guess that's what i'm trying to say you know yeah i mean to some level we are funding it and that's kind of why people are are whining about it because uh because nasa um spacex is private yes spacex is private but they have contracts with nasa with nasa right and stuff like that and that is government right um but i mean it's like it is a mix right right i mean yeah we should i guess we should have a say but also like oh shoot i had that thought in my head and it just went out the door but i agree i mean i think you're gonna you're going to have different companies that are going to focus on different problems and yeah. try to find a solution for them. And they may find it or they may go bankrupt trying to find it or they may discover something else along the way. Um, I got it. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I think, you know, I, I think my argument argument still applies. Like, shut up and solve your own problems and don't let the government do it. <laughs> you know? You know, don't let... <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, gosh, man, like when the government steps in and they start doing things and they create taxes and reforms and uh, tariffs and all these different kinds of stuff, you know, it gets really messy really quick. But like if we got together and we started figuring out how to have a proper system of doing things, you know, I mean, this is just a privileged white guy sitting in, you know, a (laughs) $200,000 house (laughs) in air conditioning that's has these great ideas <laughs> but yeah you know <laughs> oh the luxuries uh, yes very much so all a luxury i'll talk one day yeah today. this uh this country is definitely flawed and will always be to some level but it is definitely yeah Definitely does not mean that we should not work to make the best of what we can while yeah. we can. 
it's interesting you you mentioned capitalism and you said well so so you so you agree with capitalism you know but also it's like well who else has it right <laughs> you know like look at uh look at any other country are they doing it the right way they have this they have problems it's just different problems right oh yeah oh yeah well and and i have uh, looking at other countries i you know i see problems that i really really would rather not have so it's like right Exactly, and I think those countries look at us, and they are like, "Oh, they have problems that we really don't want to have." Right. So, no one has it figured out, and I don't think I think that there is a worse way to do it. You know, I I think um, communism is a worse way than capitalism. Yep, <laughs> the, that that the, that's so the case. <laughs> I'm not saying capitalism is the right way, but it's a better way. <laughs> You know, it is. It is in my mind, for sure. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the idea of going to Mars? Of what? Of of people con con, con gosh con going to go to Mars. Mars. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I think we will do it some at some point. And yeah. But you think we should? I am indifferent as to whether we should or not. I hmm. think we will, so it's kind of like, do I'm not going to try to stop it from happening because right. I don't see an inherent evil that's going to come from it. Right. And exactly. so it's like you know, like you're saying, if they want to, they want to go out and and do this thing, then let them go do this thing. Right. Also, I do enjoy watching it, so. yeah like we have still super we have the super cool rocket technology that can land itself in the middle of the ocean on the super tiny platform most because right oh yeah right right most of the time (laughs) but getting better all all this because elon musk wants to colonize mars i said it like like right like we're getting like this is there are benefits to this i feel like right I will say, so the potentially more touchy subject is, should we have a space station on the moon? That, to me, is interesting because it's a lot closer than Mars. Yeah. And so it's, to some extent, a lot more accessible. 2025, right? Probably. Isn't that, I think that's, I'm... I'm going to look it up while, while you're talking. But I'm pretty sure that's what uh, NASA said they're going to do by then. Yeah. And I, you know, like, I don't think it's worth making a a big deal out of it, I guess. But it's, you know, I personally hope, you know, I kind of wonder, you know, what what is the, what is the answer to that? Because... Or I guess I just hope that they're weighing the negative side of that or the impacts that that could have. And I know you can only do that, but to a certain extent. But Right, right. Yeah, there... there I don't know if there is a negative to having a moon base. I mean, I guess it could be that it ends up being similar to what the earth is covered in trash and that would be very unfortunate you know 
Right, well, I mean, I think it's just kind of one step closer to that for sure. Mm -hmm. Because you go from bass to, um, like, to, you know, a small mall to, you know, advertising to, you know, whole Maybe a whole different, you know, lunar currency, you know. Uh. <laughs> the astronauts uh, start their own their own world like planet structure and they're like ah sorry guys we're breaking free of all government control we are our own entity <laughs> 20, we, we've taken over the moon <laughs> right 2024 lunar south pole is their goal and they they want to build a sort of like a moon base it sounds like that will prepare them for the mars mission right so they basically figure everything out on the moon and then go to mars yeah as well as i think the plan is to launch from the moon yeah yeah that makes sense why not either launch from the moon or they maybe it was just slingshotting themselves off of the moon um you but but if it was slingshotting themselves off the moon, then they're still going to um, launch from Earth, slingshot around the moon, and then fire off. But I don't remember the whole plan. Yeah, I'm not sure either. You know, uh, the moon has, like, actual, like, mountains. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, they, I, I had no idea that there were just these giant rock formations of just, like, the giant moon mountains. I mean, that, I mean, that just, like, gave me a whole different perspective to the moon. It doesn't have an atmosphere like we do, so it no. craters and, and, like, right. are all going to be there because asteroids and such are actually smashing into it. Right, but I feel like that, like, thinking that, you know, there's, um, like, Bald Knob, the, the mountain that we hiked that one time <laughs> that was depressing. Like, there's a mountain that size on the moon. <laughs> Right. Like that, I feel like that really gives the 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 moon a sense of scale. Because <laughs> you look up at the sky and it looks kind of tiny. Right, know? it looks kinda... really yeah, it does. You're right. Right, it, it looks look like small. right. That's just one small cookie. One small cookie for man. One giant mountain for moonkind. Dude, the Amish grocery store that I went to this evening. Yeah also had uh hairbo gummy bears <laughs> stay away from that stuff dude i bought four bags of them <laughs> never mind keep going man yeah <laughs> live your life i um my life man. all i know is they i, I try to cents. i just try to stay away from that stuff because Rhett and link did an episode of reading comments about Haribo gummy bears and like there are people that are like yeah I ate the whole bag and had diarrhea for a week like <laughs> but that was I'm the like, sugar free no. ones right oh you're right yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah. that's the sugar free that's the sugar free ones which are like uh, laxatives on steroids <laughs> oh man you haven't that's... seen this okay I, I mean yes yes like like Rhett and Link talked about it. Okay, but well, I didn't... let me see if I can find the Amazon comments because they've taken down the listing yeah. at this point. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I I know, like I know about that, but I didn't. 
realize it was a sugar-free and that it was pretty much worse black like i i don't remember the the comments a whole lot but yeah i so that's what okay so you do know about that and so you're good yeah. you got the sugar the sugar kind i assume <laughs> yeah i did not get sugar-free <laughs> yeah i i mean I like to say that I am trying to stay away from sugar, but you found it. Yeah, it's from 2015. The other side of this is, is like, this is a review that somebody left, but it could be very uh, real, fake, fake. Oh, in a sense, fake, right? In a sense that, like, because it became a thing, I don't know how many how many people went back and like embellished, like made this like a you know a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so the the first thing that pops up when I clicked on the link says, see you in hell, Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. <laughs> it was my last class of semester, and the final exam was worth 30% of our grade. After a late-night study session, I felt confident, but I had to decide between sleeping or cooking breakfast. My eyelids chose sleep. My stomach later regretted this decision, and after several oh, no. uncomfortable stomach growls, I finally decided uh, to make a oh. quick stop by the campus bookstore and grabbed a snack before my test. Since oh. the semester was ending and everybody Just was going home for the summer, a lot of items were on sale, including the snacks and candy they kept up front. Being in the hungry state I was in, I felt only logical to pick the largest yet least expensive candy in order to get hungry. more bang for my buck and there they sat two bags of Haribo sugar-free gummy bears oh, buy one get one free <laughs> what a deal I thought naively I would eat one bag before the test and one bag afterwards as I walked to oh. class I gleefully chewed on these abominable little unaware <laughs> of the utter mayhem that they would soon unleash upon my poor, poor bottom. I'll just, I'll just use that word. Um, I sat down at my desk as the professor informed us that due to issues with cheating in the past, restroom breaks no. would be prohibited until no. completion of the exam. No. <laughs> this is. I'll give you 10 minutes to use the restroom now. This will be your last chance. Any takers? The demon bears hadn't released their unholy, <laughs> their unholy ceremony upon my stomach yet. So in the moment uh, of ignorant foolishness, I remain seated, still munching on these miniature bear-shaped bombs. After the students, wise enough to take the professor's offer, had returned, the professor handed out the test. I was six questions in when it happened. It started <laughs> subtly at first, almost like a slight tingling sensation in my lower abdomen. I thought nothing of it, assuming my intestines were just doing their thing. Little did I know, my intestines were trying desperately to warn me of the horror that was on the horizon. Oh my gosh. By question nine, it happened again, but this time it was followed by a sharp pain, as if those 
infernal hellions had orchestrated an attack upon my colon. I fought... <laughs> We're going to have to cut this whole thing out because I do not want to actually put this in the podcast. Oh, really? Um, okay. Well, maybe part of it. This is this so long? I No, I think if people want to leave, they can leave. Like, keep going. <laughs> I fought to contain the groan that tried escaping my lips. It was at this point I began to panic. Something was going horribly wrong, and I needed to get through this test before it got any worse. By question 14, my worst fear was upon me. The Satan bear's (laughs) burning, hot, liquidy, dark magic crashed against (laughs) my butt, (laughs) and like a tidal wave, I was was able to close the hatch just in time. But those relentless toxic bears beat against it like orcs, breaking down the doors of Helm's Deep. (laughs) I knew I wouldn't be able to so much as uh, poo in my seat without risking a breach. I kept fighting through my exam, uh, clenching my cheeks with all my might. Beans of sweat began to roll down my neck. Suddenly, a loud and gurgling war cry came from my belly, and the entire class lifted their heads. At this point, nothing mattered except expelling this ungodly presence from my bowels. With 15 questions left, I promptly wrote C for every answer and ran out of the classroom. My professor yelled something, but I was too preoccupied with the volcanic eruption that needed to take place before I could find sweat, sweet, sweet relief. I burst into the restroom like the Kool-Aid man, and behold, the handicapped <laughs> stall was empty. Sun rays from the adjacent window shone, shone upon it as if it were a gift from God himself. It took me less than half a second to undo my belt buckle, pull down my pants, and finally relax my weary buttocks upon this oh toilet seat. Gosh. It took absolutely no effort to expel this demon. Almost immediately, the floodgates of hell were open, and the and the uh, damn liquidified souls of an entire bag's worth of gummy bears cried oh. as they burned through my butt and into the watery abyss below. I had never felt such such relief and anguish in my life. After 30 more minutes of this, I immediately went home, dug a hole in my backyard, and burned the remaining bag of gummy bears. <laughs> I leave with this. Do not. I repeat, do not eat these spawn of Satan. Not only did they cause me to fail my final test, but the anguish I experienced is something I wouldn't wish upon anyone, not even my worst enemy. The only place these godforsaken hell bears belong is burned deep below Earth's surface. Five star rating. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my God. That was a review, man. I bet like 400 people found that helpful. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Jeez, man, that's intense. That's crazy. I, oh, man, 
to be him that moment just sound i mean i feel like he brought me into that moment so well <laughs> that, that i that i that i will never like that's like do they still sell these uh probably not i i hope not dang that's crazy man oh that kind of sucked yeah that kind of I, I really wish that he could retake the test for like being like feeling sick you know having like a sick excuse you know what i'm saying <laughs> i mean just imagine if he had he had pooed in class <sighs> oh no no i couldn't imagine that's tough Oof. terrible oh, i told gosh. you i was sick and needed to go to the bathroom and you wouldn't let me right that's, that's right what, that's what ricky would do really <laughs> you think <laughs> I don't know, but I could hear Ricky telling a story like that. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, I pooped my pants in class during the final exam because my professor said we couldn't go to the bathroom. I feel like Ricky was... 7,867 people found that review helpful. I found the review. Nice. It's so popular that when you type in sugar-free Haribo... That this is the first link right, that's why that I comes that up. <laughs> that's insane. Dude, the SEO on this. <laughs> Haribo needs to look into that. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at Haribo gummy candy, golden bear gummy candy bag, five pounds, 13,000 reviews, four and a half stars. Yeah, that, that's not the sugar-free ones. That, right. Right, and I'm looking, and I guess they don't sell sugar-free anymore. That's... Well, they definitely are not on Amazon, that's for sure. I see. Okay, wait. This review is under the sugar ones. And, okay. So I wonder if the sugar-free was already taken off. Maybe. Of Amazon. Because so. that review is under the regular one, you know? Right. Well, I couldn't get back to the review once I looked at the other reviews. If you go, you click on the review, and then the product that it's under is... Oh, is yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he, he either that or he just, you know, found the first hair bow and left his review. Oh, this is five stars. 2,000 people found this helpful. Weight Loss Bears is the title. I've had a long battle with consumption due to my extremely poor diet habits of burgers and pizza. I bought this bag of gummy bears. This is the regular ones, by the way. Bag of gummy bears, hoping that it would help me lose a little weight. Little did I know I would piss food out of my butt. I dropped from 216 pounds to 215 pounds in just a few months using... These little beauties. I didn't have a sense of smell, but the bird flying by the windows would literally fall down and seize. <laughs> if you want to turn from more, I don't more uh, morbidly obese to morbidly more moderately fat, buy these beauties. They will instantly drop the meal you just ate into a toilet bowl that will turn the kid cleaning the bathroom you choose to drop your dietarily. Uh, deathly deposit at suicidal five stars that's nice. just the regular ones that's the good that's a good review 
<laughs> I'm not saying it's a good review, but that's what is considered a good review <laughs> for funny. these. Oh my gosh. I don't know what to think about this candy right now, Drew. <laughs> I'm scared, man. I I don't have those ones. No, this is the this is the regular kind. I don't think that they're talking about the regular ones. I've been eating the regular ones for a long time. Haribo gummy candy, golden bears gummy candy, five pound bag. Contains one blah blah blah, contains five fluidy. I know, fruit, but that, but they're not talking about the the they're that review is for the sugar free ones because they are the health the healthy ones you could say. Two thousand nineteen. Yeah. I'm look I'm looking under the non sugar free. I know, I just don't think that that review is of non sugar free ones. Alright. I'm telling you, you so. I've just about eaten a bag of, of the regular oh. ones by <laughs> so myself. No. And I did not have a problem. Well there you have it folks. All these reviews that you're seeing about Haribo is fake and Drew Rosie himself has proven that they are perfectly fine for all meals of the day. What well, just don't eat the sugar free ones. They will I ruin wanna, you. I wanna find I wanna find some. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I'll, if I find some, will you eat them? No. <laughs> no. Never never in this lifetime or the next. <laughs> No. I'm gonna find some and then like give them to you oh. without you knowing that they're the sugar-free ones. Oh, please shut up. Please never. Please no. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, nope. Never mind. I probably have to buy them on the black market at this point. Ah, shoot. He keeps just ending the call. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's him. Is it you or is it me? Nah, I pushed the red button again. <laughs> I went to see if I could find sugar-free, the sugar-free ones, and for some Dude, reason, is... when I unlock my phone, it like, it just has the call open first, and so it's the first thing that pops up, and it, and I hit it every time. Oh, I found sugar-free gummy bear, but this is not Hasbro. This is the Nutty Fruit House. Nutty Fruit House. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't think they sell... Well, they at least don't sell it on Amazon. Thirteen thousand reviews. Are Let's all see. these, like... Maybe all these are jokes. Happy cola, happy customer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, so. So, yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody said, my friend hasn't been practicing social distancing, uh, during the pandemic, so I bought him a bag of these. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. But I don't know where they're find where they think that they're buying them. Yeah, I don't know. Um, earlier today, we were texting, and you said you wanted to at go thirty thousand feet. Could you imagine being on a plane? No, I actually tried to look up. I I heard someone say like, like, what if all the bathrooms broke on a plane? Like, what are you gonna do? 
and you have to wait six hours to use the bathroom. It's like, what? There's no way they would do that. And I was right. There is no way because they'll just find the next <laughs> airport to land at. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, cool. We're, we're good. Um, earlier today we were texting and you said you wanted to only go for an hour and we were at the two hour mark. Right. We've crushed it once again. <laughs> I love it, man. The longer, to me, for some reason, the better. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I listened to Joe Rogan one too many times, but it doesn't. I don't. I don't think it matters. <laughs> Dude, I mean, if people want to listen to it, they're gonna listen to it. I guess. <laughs> nah, they dropped out at the Hasbro review. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or maybe we got a lot of listeners at the Hasbro review. <laughs> Yikes. How about I buy you a five pound bag and you see how many you can get through? No. I told you I'm not. I'm scared of these things, man. I'm scared. I don't. I know it's like, uh, like when the M&Ms got rid of the red M&M back in like the 80s. Because, like, there was this whole craze about the red type 2 food dye that, like, would cause, cause cancer. cancer. Well, right. well, it turns out M&M's actually didn't even use type 2 red food dye. <laughs> they, and they, they got rid of it because the public got so freaked out about it. Right. So, that's, that's, that's probably where I'm at right now about Hasbro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, cool. You think you want to end the podcast here? Call it a night? Yep. Let's do it. Drew, 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 Drew,